You are listening to So You Want to Read Tolkien, a podcast that goes through each of J.R.R. Tolkien's main works, chapter by chapter, and discusses them in a most ridiculous manner. One does not simply walk into Mordor. I would cut off your head, dwarf, if it stood but a little higher from the ground. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Yeah, Till at last I threw down my enemy and smote his ruin upon the mountainside. What's happening out there? Shall I describe it to you? Or would you like me to find you a box? Now, don't be hasty, Master Miriado. Is this new devil Hello and welcome to Book Three, Chapter Ten of The Two Towers, The Voice of Saruman. I'm Caitlin, and I really just want a good cup of tea right now, but there is no milk whatsoever in this house, and I'm kind of dying. I'm Rachel, and I was woken up by the smoke alarm at 4.45 in the morning. Oh, that sucks. Obviously, nothing was even remotely on fire, but I'm dying. It was too early and very aggressive. I'm Emmy, and I was going to say something positive, but now I'm a little self-conscious about how well my day went. I hate Man, you a I, lot sorry. bit right now. I bought paint for my uh, teen fiction section in the library, and I played board games, and it was just a really fun, productive day. It was great. And now I'm here with you guys. Yay. Talking about. All right, everyone Tolkien. go harass Emmy on Twitter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the best part of your day, right? Here with us. Yep. Always. Uh-huh. All right. Shall we get into this? Yes. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we missed this part. Yep. We gave, we just gave Rachel her job and then <laughs> forgot about us. Okay. Um, I'll do the characters. Okay. I'll do short term. Awesome. So our characters for this chapter are pretty much all familiar faces. We have Gandalf, who is our wizard, and Saruman, who is the other wizard that we don't like as much, but he has a really great voice. Uh, Treebeard, um, who's no, no, I don't know what that I don't know what that is about. He has a seductive Help. voice. He has a seductive voice. He doesn't really. Yes, he does. That's the point. <laughs> it is literally the point of this chapter, and know, it is the name of the chapter. Nah. I get squ- oh, squick. This is like a peek behind the curtain for all of you out there. Emmy likes to change what we have written to make herself yeah. more comfortable. I do. It's true. That's all right. That's Joke's valid. on you because we put the character list in our show notes. Yeah. So we can do all of this again. <laughs> Where was I? Okay. <laughs> Treebeard is next. Treebeard, who's um, in charge of everything going on in Isengard and possibly, you know, the greater world of nature. Um, Theoden, who's the king of Rohan. And besides, Treebeard has probably suffered the most at the hands of Saruman. And then we have Eomer, who's Theoden's nephew and his heir. Um, our favorites, Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli. Um, half the company who once again serve their purpose of being representative of all the races of Middle-earth. Not all. Three of them. Is that all of them? 
No, because there are orcs and goblins. And ants and, and hobbits. Yeah, but the ants were already there. And so are the hobbits. Okay, I'm with you now. Uh, <laughs> I love that we have Merry and Pippin here with a with a slash as if um, they're interchangeable or something else. <laughs> um, they are over. <laughs> I did the same for Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli, okay? Yeah, but they go in groups. I don't know. They're they're off doing their own thing. With Pippin and Mary, I just immediately go somewhere else. I mean, pretty soon oh. we're not going to have them together anymore. Hmm. No. Wow. Way to bring us down. You're way welcome. To, way to bring down the group. I'm Rachel, and I'm always here to bring us down. <laughs> so Mary and Pippin, who are our favorite hobbits, ish, and. Um, exceptionally, exceptionally good watchmen. And then there's a bunch of people from Rohan who don't get names and who we don't really care about. And then Grima Wormtongue, he's still here. He's still sleazy. And also, he has really shitty aim. Yep. That's it. That's all of his character. Alrighty. The short summary is that it has been a very long time, but it's back again. One night only at Orthanc Tower. We have a rap battle. Dun, Maybe dun, more dun. of a contest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more of a contest between two high school debate teams. Take your pick. Either way, it's entertaining. <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, so yeah, the long version of what goes on in this chapter. Uh, everyone <laughs> who had kind of split into multiple groups begins to converge on Orthanc, the tower at the middle of Isengard. Legolas sees Gandalf and Theoden and his men approaching, and so our friendship team also makes their way through the wreckage to the tower. Friendship! <laughs> uh, Mary warns everyone to watch where they step because they could just fall into a pit. You know, Jeez. Isengard is basically a funhouse now. It's just missing the mirrors that make you look funny. <laughs> uh, so both groups of people meet up and decide who is going to go talk to Saruman. Gandalf has asked the Ents to remove themselves from sight a good idea, and warns everyone who is going to come up to hear Saruman to be wary. Pippin asks what the danger is and whether they need to be worried about Saruman sending physical dangers down on top of them or if they need to worry he will cast a spell from a distance. Gandalf says it is quite likely to be that last one. Time shall tell. <laughs> so Gandalf, Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, Theoden, and Aomer approach Orthanc. Nailed it. The dream team. The dream team. <laughs> the hobbits stay a ways back and they are bored and feel pretty useless. And I feel sad for them. But also it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. I just have this image of them standing over there kicking rocks or something. <laughs> Basically, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's exactly what they were doing. Uh, so Gandalf calls up at Orthanc for Saruman to come and talk to them. Wormtongue pokes his head out and asks who is calling, and everyone yells at him to go away and send Saruman to the window. Jeez. <laughs> Since you're going to be a lackey, just do it already. <laughs> uh, so Saruman does actually come to the window next and starts speaking, and all the regular folk feel strangely like his voice is speaking sense, even if it is immediately pointed out that it is not sense at all. Uh, there's like it's like whole paragraphs all about how people react to Saruman's voice. One of those Seductive. things that's kind of fascinating because no. it only works well in books. Yeah, right? that's true. Though Christopher Lee really did give it his best shot. I mean, he's got a great voice. Yeah, like, um, but also fascinating to read, but then like not even fascinating to recap. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. people were yeah, intrigued no. yeah, by let's... his voice. Moving on. Mm -hmm. 
The end. Uh, <laughs> first, he speaks to Theoden, who is either swayed or at least not reacting to it, you know, for a while. Um, mm -hmm. He's talking kind of about what he's saying, you know, Theoden, you're, you know, a weak king, et cetera, et cetera. Allay with me, yada, yada. Um, and yeah, Theoden's kind of just standing there. And uh, it's actually my boy Gimli who snaps him out of it. Yeah. <laughs> says something snarky. Exactly I forget what exactly he says, but I don't know. He's just yeah. like. But he was basically just like, shut the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Saruman speaks again. And this time, actually, um, Amor interrupts and mentions uh, the deaths of Theodred and Hama. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and at this, uh, Theoden definitely snaps out of it. And um, when Saruman tries to speak again, Theoden comes back with this awesome line about, we'll have peace when the crows are eating you and all that great Vivid. stuff. Um, I mean, that's not the exact line, but yeah. Yeah. Basically, you know, I mean, F off. Don't talk to me about peace. Only when you're dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and as we're recapping it again, it makes it a bit of a reminder that it's like a pair of amazing, like Shakespearean actors going back and forth in the movie. <laughs> you're like, yeah. And it sounds so good when I'm saying it. Um, and then they cut it out of the movie. Yeah. We'll talk about that when we get to the movie episode, because we can talk about... So many the, things. Everything about that scene. In yeah, that's fair. Both versions of the movie. But anyway, um, Saruman doesn't really like that Theoden's talking back at him. He calls him a dotard, which, you know, why not? <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, it was also fun interesting because um, even though only the certain people are up, like, listening or speaking directly to Saruman, um, all the people, like, all of um, Theoden's men are down near enough to hear. And mm -hmm. they were all like, yeah, he's talking sense, right? And so it also was, like, a jolt for them when Theoden resisted and talked back at Saruman. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And Theoden talking back, like, talked sense back into them also. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so Saruman then tries his magic-y voice singy on Gandalf, uh, calls mm -hmm. him the Grey, and says that their last meeting, a.k.a. when he imprisoned Gandalf, was all a big misunderstanding. You know. Good try, bro. Uh, Gandalf isn't fooled for a second and says that he won't come in, but encourages Saruman to come down and talk to him. Says that Saruman will be free to go. And Saruman, which... To be fair, I can't blame him here, but he's all free. Yeah, right. What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, Gandalf does say that, nope, you'll be totally free to go, but you would have to give up the key to Orthanc and also your staff. Nah. And, yeah. Saruman reacts about as well as you'd expect and says, good day, when what, you know, he actually means is fuck right off, sir. Uh, and he does <laughs> try to go leave. But uh, then Gandalf is just straight up, I didn't give you permission to walk away. I'm Gandalf the White now and have more power than you. And he, Saruman does not go and uh, he breaks Saruman's staff, like all the way from on the ground, just shatters the staff. It's and, pretty badass. Yeah. Also, you know, declares some fun stuff like casting him out of the council, which, you know, I don't know that we've heard much mention of the council in this book, mm -hmm. like or or in fellowship. Like I genuinely don't even remember. I only really remember hearing about it mm -hmm. in the Silmarillion, 
So mm-hmm. I just imagine reading this as somebody who's, you know, for the first time or whatever and being like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. What does that I think even? It, <laughs> it might have come up when Gandalf when were, went there the first time, but yeah, I don't even I know. Don't, it's one of those things remember. that just, I'm trying to remember how much gets mentioned about it in the Hobbit book. I think, oh, just maybe. Just once, right? I don't remember. Yeah. Because so much we of fail. the council stuff is like all the stuff that Gandalf is doing when he's not with the main characters in all the books. Yeah. So like we know about it, but yeah, Did I never remember exactly it? when and where. <laughs> but anyway, yep, Saruman doesn't get to enjoy bureaucracy anymore. <laughs> uh, and Saruman does back away from the window again, and this time Gandalf lets him go because staff broken, etc. And at that moment, a round, heavy ball is flung down and bounces off the railing of the window Saruman was just leaning out of and then sails toward Gandalf, narrowly missing him. Uh, uh, Pippin runs and picks up Sorry, the ball. Sorry, that's just hilarious to me. Like, these two <laughs> wizards having this, like, uh, almost invisible battle, and then somebody just throws a rock at you. Right. They're having a rap battle contest of wills, and whoop! Yeah. Uh, and then, like, they're like they talk about like who was he trying to hit? They like they're not even sure because he just like got right in the middle of them. <laughs> like, was he trying to knock out Saruman? Was he trying to hit Gandalf? It, I we'll even never think somebody's know. like maybe he didn't even know who he hates more. Yeah, he's like, let me just check it down and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Pippin does. I mean, he does what I would do, which see a ball go like immediately chase it like a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Amor calls Saruman a murderous rogue, but as Gandalf points out, it was not thrown by Saruman, and, uh, Saruman will probably be very upset to realize it's gone. Uh, and then they kind of back away a little bit, and Gandalf says to Pippin, uh, here, my lad, I'll take that. I did not ask you to handle it, which is just kind of rude, because, you know. He was just trying to be help. It could have fallen did into was the catch wa- the thing that was flung at him. Like, yeah, yeah. and it it could have fallen into one of the funhouse pits. Mm-hmm. But Pippin rescued nope. it. Yeah, just did a good job. Sometimes Gandalf seriously lacks people skills. Yup. I mean, he's not a people, so. <laughs> but yeah, no. For someone who really loves spending time with hobbits, he's really not yeah. very nice to them. Uh, I don't know. It, I, I, he's always nice to Frodo. <laughs> it's really no. just Pippin that he's kind of a bitch to. <laughs> it's true. Which, I mean, yeah. I guess Pippin is the youngest, so maybe they just don't, they can't quite, mm-hmm. you know, because Gandalf is so old and Pippin is so young. <laughs> they have Still. trouble seeing eye to eye. Mm. I don't know. I think Gandalf only liked Bagginses. <laughs> maybe. It's like, oh my God, we got these other ones too. <laughs> I don't think, I think it was. He true. said it exactly like no, that. But yep. <laughs> uh, so anyway, everyone decides to leave and go talk to Treebeard. Yay! Woo! <laughs> Legolas talks to Treebeard a bunch, and he, Gimli, and Treebeard all make a date for after the war. Treebeard's like, you know, to Legolas, like any elf friend of your, you know, or yeah, any elf who's friend of yours is welcome. And Legolas is like, nope, it's my dwarf boyfriend. <laughs> And, and then Treebeard's all, hmm. He he's has a little an skeptical, axe. but hmm. Oh, and it Legolas. Sorry, um, just Legolas is so cute about it because he's like, no, it's meant for hor- uh, hewing orc skulls. And um, did you hear about how many he killed? 
Yes, he's very bragging of his boyfriend. <laughs> he's so proud. Anyway, it's very cute. It's adorable. Yeah. As we mentioned, a couple last chapter, last chapter, um, with, um, you know, hitting how much they make it into like a one-upsmanship in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Legolas is just so proud of Gimli. Mm-hmm. He did so good. Yeah. Anyway. They're so pure. Yep. It's real good. And yeah, they make plans to wander the forest. Yay. Uh, and after that, uh, <laughs> Gandalf says that unfortunately they all must leave now and he must take Treebeard's gatekeepers from him. Mm-hmm. And it's really touching because, um, you know, we get this goodbye from these sort of instant friends and Treebeard says that I shall miss them. We have become friends in so short a while that I think I must be getting hasty, growing backwards toward youth, perhaps. That's, it's just so cute. It is. And then he talks about mm-hmm. how he's put their names in, in the long list of all of the things or creatures on, on Middle-earth, right next but, to Ents. But he put them, yeah, but like before humans and elves, right, right? after Ents. If I'm remembering yep. the song correctly, it was Ents and then elves and then humans. Mm-hmm. Ents the Earthborn, yeah, it was previously, I think so. And then now it's, right, Ents the Earthborn, Oldest Mountains, The Wide Walkers, Water Drinking, and Hungry as Hunters, The Hobbit Children, The Laughing Folk, The Little People. Oh. Which, both a little bit condescending, but mostly just really cute that you just put them right there. Yep. And he says, as much as I have put their names into the long list, Ents will remember it. Like, every Ent will know of Hobbits. And Ents are the oldest living things, as far as we are mm-hmm. aware. On Middle Earth. So. Yep. And <clears throat> they shall remain friends as long as leaves are renewed. Uh, also, he has a great line of, uh, but if you hear news up in your pleasant land in the Shire, send me word. You know what I mean. Wink, wink. <laughs> word or sight of the Antwives. Come yourself if you can. <laughs> anyway. I like that they're all making plans to meet up after the war. And like, yeah, we're all live and we'll see you later. Yep. <laughs> Good stuff. Hopefully with news event wives. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Man. Anyway. It's... That's the sequel I want. That's what I want them to cover in a movie. Mm-hmm. That's what the TV show should have been about. The hunt for the end wives. Right. <laughs> great show. Or maybe just like how the end wives are living their best life somewhere else and don't even think about the ends. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Anything about the end wives. Honestly, that would be so much fun. I mean, I really, I just want the road trip movie of... Legolas and Gimli, but that would be fun too. But anyway, um, yeah, Merry and Pippin and Treebeard turn away from each other quickly so as not to show any emotion about the goodbyes. They're very British about it. Yep. Although Treebeard does just sort of stand still staring after them for a long time after they leave. <laughs> That's nice. Um, but Treebeard then uh, does tell Gandalf that they will watch over Saruman. Uh, Gandalf says that though there is only one door, which also, things are kind of hewn with rocks right now, but, you know. Um, but yeah, there might be ways out in all the tunneling underneath them and that they should keep flooding it until the water stays, which seems like you're kind of polluting the water supply a little bit, but it works. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you'd be Maybe diverting... keeping Saruman in is more important. It wouldn't be going into the river because they'd be diverting the river mm-hmm. into there until it floods and then letting the river go back. I mean, But the water fair, is still going but... to slide back out. Anyway. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it doesn't... Whatever. We're not going to get into water conservancy issues here. (laughs) I mean, if you are here for our podcast to listen to us talk about water conservancy, (laughs) tell us, but uh, yeah. Anyway, 
the ends are left to keep watch. It's all good. Um, and then and then they part. And it's sad. Bye. Yeah, and that's the end of the chapter. Yeah, it's a pretty short <sighs> chapter, and not really anything happened except. Well, I was gonna say it's because I mean, Saruman's talking. talking. We don't have you know the voice. We can't yeah. recount it and make it you know matter to anyone. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a good voice though. Apparently, is. yep. It's the best voice. Makes you no. believe things. Mm-hmm. No, I found it really interesting. They talked about like the levels of people who some would just like constantly after being spoken to would hear him basically talking to them always. And some it was just like while they listened, mm-hmm. but pretty much all were taken by it. Uh, so did anyone have any favorite lines? I, I just really I liked that he put the hobbits in in the song right after ends. That was my favorite <laughs> bit. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Nothing in this chapter really cro- caught my eye. There was so um. much <laughs> singing. I, I did also love when Saruman said, good day. <laughs> <laughs> the manners yeah, are fantastic. So good. As opposed to like, no, and fuck you. Mm-hmm. No. Um, there was a bit when Saruman tries to convince Gandalf to join with him. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone is like, thinking that, like, yes, this is inevitable because, you know, Saruman's spilling out all his power. And then Gandalf just laughs and is, Saruman, 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 you missed your path in life. You should have been the king's jester and earned your bread and stripes too by mimicking his counselors. <laughs> that was good. It's so funny. Um, but it's, it's a line when um, Gandalf is saying something about, um, or when... Saruman's trying to be like, it was just a misunderstanding about when I took you prisoner the last time. <laughs> um, Is it the, like, I endeavored to advise you for your own good, but you scarcely listened? Bit, no. Or? No. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. Um, No, so it was right after what I had just said, because I was looking for it. Um, Nay, the guest who has escaped from the roof will think twice before he comes back in by the door. Right, yes. <laughs> And and it was just so funny because it was another um, one of those lines where it's like has that idea like sounding like being an idiom that people actually say, but no one says that. No. <laughs> and also, he literally had to jump off the roof. Yep. Right. He did like that. that is not an idiom. Most people cannot jump off roofs. They do not have eagle friends. Gandalf. <laughs> Gandalf, that is not a saying. You know, it's possible that out there we all have secret eagle friends. Because it's not like they make a show of being friends. They just show up to rescue you when you need them. The eagles are a metaphor? No, I, I just hey. mean they're still out there waiting. Oh, we just don't need them. because Waiting for somebody they care enough about, I guess, to go rescue <laughs> off Ouch. when they're nailed or to like, a cliff. To be in, yeah, to be in a scenario where you are actually in danger of falling off of something, I would like to avoid that scenario. Thank you very much. Or they just got upset at all of our airplanes. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I love having Gandalf back and getting weird sayings because ever since we lost Boromir and his weird, as we say in, in Gondor-isms, we've been, I guess been I do lacking miss, like, in weird sayings. From The Hobbit, those weird asides about how, like, and that's how the game golf was invented. <laughs> <laughs> Which were stupid and ridiculous, but I did enjoy them. Yeah. Just like, yes, as they always say. <laughs> yeah. The guest who leaves by the roof will think twice about going in through the door. <laughs> no, 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 no. So now we have to find situations in our life where we can use that. 
I know. I mean, I'm going to have to now. I'm going to have to like write it down. <laughs> the next time somebody invites me over and I can't make it. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to need to set a reminder like every week so that I remember that this idiom exists and it's constantly on my mind to work it into conversation. It is now up to us to make it or to put it into the popular conscious. I'm ready. We must Challenge accepted. It. it is now my email signature. Yeah. <laughs> All right, why don't we have forum signatures anymore? <laughs> because we don't use forums anymore. <laughs> because it's say, 2019. We were on a forum. And yeah. Those things those things needed to die when they did. <laughs> I actually kind of miss them, but that's just cuz I'm old. I mean, yeah. I now we just have Twitter and it's terrible. Well, but also, I just found them a little less awkward. Now everybody's like, come join this Discord. And I'm like, um, where do I start? What do I say? Do I just interrupt yeah. your conversation? What? Who? Yeah. Where? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Okay. I'm definitely in like two huge slacks that I just, I just, like, I'm just there. I never say anything. I just read everything. And I feel a little bit creepy, but I don't know how to say hi. <laughs> it's all right. You're the eagle friend. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I am the eagle friend. First time I took the Patronus quiz, I got an eagle. Really? I, cool. I yeah, but I didn't like it. The first time I took the Patronus test, I got a rat. So pass. <laughs> okay. I will say I didn't. It's not that I thought the eagle was bad. It just didn't feel very me. So I took one recently that you can find online. That's like here is all of the questions. Answer all of them. And I got a bear, and I was like, yes, that feels much more me. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I took it just on Pottermore twice, and the first time I got a crane. Um, oh, okay. which is totally fine because mine. I've always thought like mine would be a flying something or other. Um, and then I took mm-hmm. it again, and uh, I got the one true Patronus, and it was a dragon. That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't even know that was possible. That's so cool. Yep. I can't remember um, what I got the next. All time bow I took before it. me. So I must not have liked it very much. <laughs> anyway, do, we've got sidetracked again. Yes, yeah, but I'm just so happy that I have this big bear now. Anyways, I think that's that. Yeah, and we're starting to lose some of our friends again it's really sad yeah you were just saying you're so happy gandalf's back but guess what we've only got one more chapter with him in Hi, this gandalf. book <laughs> and that <laughs> is we add and that is next week's homework chapter 11 10 well done 11 11 11 the plant here and then after that we get back to frodo Ugh. <laughs> You know what, Emmy? Sorry, Caitlin. I'm sorry. You take just... care. Ugh. And he's just not my favorite. I love Sam, but Frodo's just not my favorite narrator. I'm gonna miss Gimli. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna miss Gimli and Pippin and Legolas and Aragorn and everyone. You know, and all everyone, of them. But I just, but all this time I have missed Frodo, so I am excited for Frodo and for Faramir and all that good stuff. That's fair. Amir. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, jumping off of that, guess what? We have a Patreon, and you can go to it at patreon.com slash so you want to read Tolkien. And a friendly You can pay me to stop. You can you can give us money for that horribleness that just came out of Rachel's mouth. What was I gonna say? Oh, just a friendly reminder that when we get to fifty patrons, we're going to do monthly donations to a charity. So if that has any if you like the idea of contributing to that, you can join us on Patreon, where there are also some bonus outtakes and uh, conversations with people and that sort of thing. 
you can email us at wanttoreadtolkien at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at to read Tolkien, and we have a brand new Instagram of which there are only two posts at the moment, but hopefully there will be more. And that is uh, at so you want to read Tolkien on Instagram. And I did just also want to briefly mention that I have a new podcast that the first episode just went up uh, today, the day that we're recording, which is like a week before this episode. Whatever, the first episode's up and you can listen to it. Um, And it's called Measures of Truth and it's a His Dark Materials podcast. We're going to be reading the first book and then talking about the show and then presumably reading the rest of the books and talking about the rest of the series. Uh, Caitlin really, really, really loves those books, so... I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And I found people to do the podcast with me, one of whom is a scientist and one of whom uh, has studied a lot of religion. So, like, they know what they're talking about. And I've read the books a lot. So (laughs) sometimes they go off on these tangents and then I'm like, and that's why I got you guys here. (laughs) That's the best. Yeah. That was Measures of Truth. If you want to check us out. All right. So that's that's this week. Please join us next week for our episode 69. Goodbye, I've been Caitlin. I've been Rachel. I've been Emmy. And we'll see you next week.